Alrighty, my loves, hello and welcome back to another episode of the Get Comfortable Being Uncomfortable podcast where we talk all uncomfortable topics, get comfortable with it and grow out of our comfort zone so that we can reach our limitless potential. Today we are talking about people pleasing, good girl identity. I really want to share this because obviously good girl gone. She is out today, my new program where we are taking you from people pleasing to fuck yes living. I'm really, really proud of it. It's a Kickstarter program and it's going to be the perfect way for you to really stop playing small and start consistently showing up for yourself and feel that confidence that you can show up for yourself with that confidence, like I said, but it's more so from that main character energy and it's more so from this oh, like I completely own myself and back myself energy. It's it's that, like you've shed, you've shed that good girl, you've shed that people pleasing, you've shed the need for validation and you're going all in, which is the ultimate, I guess, like key formula equation thing you need to just really truly live your fuck yes life. So today we are getting into what is a people pleaser how it's related to the good girl identity or archetype, what even is the good girl archetype, how it's potentially been holding you back. I'm really getting tangible. I'm really getting like key and quite quite granular with these examples. Um, why you should care about it. Like why the fuck should you care? Like, let's talk about that. And then what you can start to do about it if you feel like it's right that you want to move out of your people pleaser and good girl identity. So let's get into the episode. By the way, just a quick reminder, Leave a rating and a review if you've been loving the podcast. This is the best way to support this show. Wherever you're listening to it, Apple Podcasts and Spotify especially, if you could leave a rating and review and follow this podcast, it is the best way. It's like this little value exchange where you can kind of like pay me for my time that I put into it, all the editing or the, this is a free resource basically. So I would really, really love it and I'd really, really appreciate it, especially if you've gotten something out of it. Okay, with that, let's get into the show. By the way, there is this freaking fly. I obviously did not close the fly screen properly and this fly has been buzzing around the whole house today. So anyway, um, yeah. By the way, quick, just mini life update. I am going to LA and New York in like less than two weeks or just over two weeks. I don't know, but that's crazy to me. It's crazy. I'm so excited, but it's also crazy. Lots of moving parts. I feel like I've really just, for a second there, I felt a little bit like, ugh, like a little bit like, ugh, you know what I mean? (laughs) I I hope you know what that means. But it just was feeling, I was feeling a little bit like out of my body, bit disconnected, kind of all over the place. And what I've really gotten, like what I've been really focusing on to get myself back into it, because there's been a few things going on in life. And I really love that like business is kind of separate in a way. Like I don't allow the life to affect my business. Like I keep showing up, I keep doing the thing, right? But this one kind of threw me a little bit. I'm like kind of figuring out if we want to buy an investment property, buy a house that we actually want to live in or go and just move overseas. <laughs> so... I feel like a thing like I'm I'm currently going through this thing where I feel like I need to have 
the right answer, but ultimately you just need to surrender. Like you just need to surrender to the timing of it all, surrender to the next step. And honestly, surrender to the feeling and to the mantra, just to the energy of you just can't fuck it up. Like you really can't. We, I, I'm trying to work out, well, see, like I'm trying to work out. I want to, I'm putting it out there that I want to find, I guess, like the right point for Brad and I. Because it's easy for me to think, what's the right step for me? Well, I would just go overseas, to be honest. But it's not just about me anymore. Like I've got my fiance, I've got Brad. So it's his work, it's his livelihood that I'm thinking about. Like, is he going to be able to, if we go overseas, like what's the, of course, like we want to think about it from the possibility and the opportunist standpoint, but what is it going to be rationally and realistically, right? So you, if you guys know me, you know I'm a dreamer, but she's got to be a bit grounded too. <laughs> we can't be all airy-fairy. So honestly, that's just kind of what's thrown me a little bit. I'm like, oh, like which way do we go? Do we go overseas? Because environment is so important for me and I've just been feeling a little bit stagnant and a little bit stuck in my environment. So I'm really just trying to see what way to go. Which way's up? Which way's the true north for me? And Brad as well. So anyway, just quick little life update that I really didn't expect to share. So let's get into people pleasing. What is it? Okay. So a people pleaser is someone, man or woman, that really needs to, not to use the word please, but to make someone else or make a situation go smoothly at the expense of themselves, at the expense of their time, at the expense of their energy, at the expense of their happiness. They put other people's needs beyond themselves, but it's often at the, it's not a selfless thing. It's the act of at the expense of themselves. So they feel really shitty about it or they feel like this like inward contracting tight energy afterwards, which makes them feel shit about themselves pretty much because they are giving away their power. This is a key thing with the good girl and with the people pleaser, they give away their power. They do not own and step into their power. They give away their power because subconsciously, they need to give away their power in order to receive something else. So they feel like they can't own their power because that means they won't get love. They won't get validation. They won't get reassurance. If they own their power, they might get rejected. They might disappoint someone. They might not be enough. Like all those things play into their mind and play into their coding and play into their trauma. So they believe they need to be they need to play themselves down or water themselves down in order to make everyone else feel okay. Those, that's the key thing. The key core energy piece is you don't allow yourself to be whole in who you are, authentic, unapologetic in who you are. So that you just allow everyone else to kind of like trample over you or you get you, you feel like in order to make myself lesser than that'll mean people will like me. And that mean that mean that will mean I will be accepted. Okay. So how it's related to the good girl identity 
very, very similar, right? The good girl always needs to be that, the good girl. She's been taught by society and by her upbringing and by her childhood how to be the good girl. But the key thing is how do we then transform the good girl into her own woman, into womanhood? That's the step that we've missed because no one teaches you how to be your own blueprint, like how to have your own blueprint, how to create your own life. Everyone's taught the kind of white picket fence and get the man and get married and have kids and have a good paying job. But does anyone teach you to get to chase after the feeling that fulfills you in your soul? Does anyone teach you about that? Like, and maybe there's a key figure in your life, a key authority figure in your life that really deems that for you. But for a lot of us, we don't typically have that because that is not the normal. Now we're seeing a shift. Now we're seeing people owning themselves, being unapologetic. We've got that tube girl trend where they don't give a fuck about what people like, what people think of them as they're filming themselves on the tube. I love that. I probably am not in a place to like my, I could do it if I had other, like my best friends with me and we were all hyping each other up. I don't feel like, and this is me being transparent. I'm like, girl, you guys have got some balls because I can't do that by myself. I probably couldn't, right? And that that's, you need to own your truth with that because if you kind of like lie to yourself with where you're at, you're just always going to be operating in lack and always going to be operating in scarcity. So by you just openly just owning yourself, you're going to be like, okay, cool. Like you're going to be sweet because you own yourself in your core and you know yourself. There's a power when you completely know to yourself to your core, know yourself to your core, and you don't try to hide your dark parts, or you don't try to hide your weaknesses, or you don't try to like hide making a mistake, right? That's the that's another key part with a good girl. She's afraid of disappointing. She's afraid of um, making a mistake and not looking good in other people's eyes. She's so afraid. She wants to own herself, right? There's a key bit where she wants to own herself and feel empowered, but not being so different that other people are like, oh, who are you? Like, why are you doing that? Like that question, why are you doing that? That tone, it's that shame and it's that guilt that often arises with the good girl because she's been put in this box. Oh, you're such a good girl. Oh, you have such lovely manners. Oh, you uh, like get such good grades. Like, oh, she's the goodest girl of all, right? But what about praising the woman, right? Us turning from girls into the woman that speaks up for what she wants, that holds her boundaries, that speak, like stands in her truth, walks down the street in wearing the obnoxious outfit that she's been wanting to wear, that she owns herself, speaking to other people. Like all of that stuff is, isn't really wildly taught just yet, Okay. So that's really clear on what the people pleaser and how it's linked and how it's related to the good girl. The good girl is that identity. You feel it in your identity that you need to be the good girl and you can't shake out of it. So how it, this, these two things have been holding me back. 
I will give you a story and I'm pretty sure the girls in my mailing list will get this. If not, if they haven't already, they will get it soon. I pretty much explained a story and I think I've shared this before. When I went out with a, I went out with a girlfriend, it was a Friday night. It was a spontaneous night that we decided to go out, but it was so much fun. And we went to this club or bar that she knew. It was like a dance club kind of thing, right? So we started dancing and then these guys came over to us and I was like, what, 18, 19? And I think I've been, I was out of a relationship. Yeah, I got out of, well, obviously. (laughs) When I'm about to tell you this story, it's obvious that I got out of a relationship. It was before, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was after like my first like proper breakup, I would say. So we went out. Talking, started talking to these guys, started flirting, had a bit of a dance. I was getting close to one. I thought it was pretty cute. And then when push came to shove, I could not, for the life of me, kiss him. And I'm not even talking to you about like having sex. I could not even kiss him because this feeling in my body was like a complete constrictive, like pull, like, oh my God. Because of the good girl in me, I was so afraid of disappointing my parents, my family, because I was not in a relationship with this good boy, right? So girl, you cannot hook up with someone that you're not in a relationship with because those are not the rules. I could not be the rule breaker. So then therefore I had an actual like bodily feel of like, oh my God, alert, alert, alert. You are in danger. You're going to die if I kiss this guy. That is how rigid my good girl identity was. And let me tell you, at this point in time, I don't care if I kissed him or not. I really don't. But it's the, if I had owned myself in my power and it was a no, fine. Because I owned myself. The thing that I regret is that I wasn't owning what I wanted. You know what? I wanted to have a fun night. I wanted to kiss him. Like I wanted to have this like kind of, out of norm experience that I don't normally have, right? So it's like for you, if you have an opportunity to work overseas or you've been really, really wanting to work overseas and you're like, oh, like my parents are here or my family's here or I've got a good paying job and you like kind of justify yourself and What's the word? You don't gatekeep. It's um, you gaslight yourself and you inadvertently, you just settle. So your brain, your, your heart and your soul is calling you forward, is calling you to live out these experiences, whatever they might be. Getting out of a relationship, getting into a relationship, wearing the dress, not wearing the dress. Um, asking, asking a waitress out to be your friend, whatever it is. I actually did that last week and I was so proud of myself. We had this, my friend and I, we had the best waitress of all time. We got on like a house on fire and I'm like, can I please add you on Instagram and can we please go out because you are a vibe. And it was just so cool because I was like, cool, I'm owning my power and I'm in my let's be organically friends era. I really, really love that. And I was able to own myself in that. If you... Me not owning myself is me overthinking it, overanalyzing. Oh, what if she, what is she going to say? Like, oh, she might not like think of me that way or she might think I'm weird or blah, blah, blah. And then I don't do it. And then I walk out of the restaurant and walk home and think, 
fuck, like I should have done it or I regret not doing it. And I have this open tab in the back of my mind and this story in the back of my mind that goes, you can't do things that you want to do because they're scary, right? And so that plays in your mind and that voice and that emotion and that feeling gets stored and gets coded into your body. So that becomes your truth and you become a person that identifies with and this becomes your identity that you can't just openly talk to strangers and make friends. But then what does this lead to? This leads to can't ask for opportunities when you want to in the moment at work. This leads to can't go up to this random guy at the bar that you think is fucking smoking hot and ask him, do you want to take me home? This is can't book a spontaneous flight with girlfriends because you have to stay at home and finish your deadline at work, whatever it is, right? But you secretly in all of those situations fucking want to. There's this pull in your body that is wanting you to go after it. But this people pleaser identity, this good girl identity has been holding you back. It's holding you back because it codes in yourself and it puts out fear, it puts out doubt, it puts out rejection. You pretty much set yourself up for failure before you even tried. You've talked yourself out of it before you even gone for it. So you put that on a pedestal and that's how you lead your life instead of living your life, living your dream life. And you might think, oh no, like I have a pretty good, like I've got a pretty good life right now. Yeah, you fucking do. And I had a pretty good life right now, but I still couldn't kiss that guy, right? And like, where, like think about other areas of your life where you're like, oh yeah, like I'm holding myself back in this area. I'm holding myself back in this area. And then think about that, right? But don't dwell on that. I don't want you to spiral into that. Like, oh fuck, like I've let myself, I let myself go, I've spiraled. Do not do that because that doesn't help you. Let's go into cool, accept that, really feel that for ourselves and what can we do about it? Okay, so why should you care about this? Let me tell you why you should care about getting out of your people pleasing, getting out of your good girl identity and moving into fuck yes living, owning yourself, being unapologetic. Because this is going to get you everything you want because you finally feel in your body, in your heart and in your soul and in your mind, you've got you and you are the baddest bitch of all time. And you're like, fuck yeah. Like I know myself. I own myself. I can walk down the street with a crown on my head and just go, fuck yeah, Barry, I'm living, right? That's how, that's why you should care about it because you don't think you're wasting time. You don't think you're wasting energy because you live each day, cliche as it is, as if it's your last. Because we're on, is it we're on borrowed time? We're, we're on time that isn't like promised. And when you really think about that, you cherish things more. So you're like, okay, cool. I'm not just going to waste my 20s or my 30s or my 40s just going about the norm, doing what I'm meant to be doing, doing the shoulds because you're like, I don't know, and I know this is a bit morbid, morbid, but you're like, I don't know if I'm gonna make my 30s. I don't know if I'm gonna make my 40s or 50s or 60s because it's not promised, right? We don't know. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Standing desk is moving down (laughs) because we don't know, right? We don't know. So I know, again, I want you to journal on this. This has just come to me, but I remember seeing it in in a post. If you had one year left, 
what would you be doing differently? If you had five years left, what would you leave out of your life? What would, what would your life audit, like if you had to do a life audit with five years left, what would you be doing? Six months, 10 years, whatever. Think about it that way. And if it scares you that way, totally fine. Because let's be honest, I'm like, I don't, I don't like to think that I'm not going to be here forever, right? But it's also true. We're not going to be here forever. So think about it. If you had everything going for you, all the confidence in the world, all the energy, all the time, all the money, all the love, da, 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 da. What would you be doing? How would you be showing up? What would you be wearing? Get, what would you, how would your environment be? Where would you be living? How would you be in your relationships? What kind of work would you be doing? Like get super crystal clear, like to the grain, to the grain of sand about how you would be living your life. That's how much you should care about this because the people pleaser and the good guy identity is stopping you from this. You are holding yourself back, but you ultimately are also the cure. You're the cure because I'm reading this actually in the course of A Course in Miracles. And it says, your mind, even though yourself is in peace right now and your mind is in chaos, you can still return to yourself and you can still find peace. Once you get to your foundations, once you find your truth, once you start to really live in alignment and what it says, that's really, really that what I've found really profound is it's like, it's you, honey, (laughs) like it's, it's you that gets you and puts yourself behind bars inside the trap door, inside the trap door, underneath the trap door, whatever it is, you get what I mean? Like all those things behind, like in the little box, like you put yourself in the box. Yes, people might, people might put you there, but that you, are you going willingly or are you putting up a fight and like, and you're like, no, fuck no. And you're putting yourself out there to be like, I'm not in this box, right? I'm not in the box of I'm the good girl. I'm not in the box of I'm a lawyer. I'm not in the box of I'm a spiritual girly. Like I can be all those things, but also so much more, right? You all also have the power to free your mind. It's not external situations because yes, shitty things happen to us. And you know what? I'm starting to believe more and more that things don't happen. Things do happen to like, I guess for us for a reason, but there are also shitty things that happen that we just can't explain. And they're just shitty, right? And it's also in how we respond to it. How we respond to the shitty things that happen to us in life, right? Those external things. Do we let them drop us down, bury us, uh, bury us into the ground? Oh my God, this is so dark. Like put us down into the ground, like punch us down, KO, like Rocky Balboa would. Like, would we let that? Or would we jump back up and punch Rocky Balboa in the face? That was a shitty example, but you get what I mean? Because I don't want to punch Rocky. Rocky is the hero. So you get what I mean? The other guy. We want to punch the other guy in the face because we don't like him. He's a he's a douchebag. So I want you to care about this because I care about what kind of life you're living. I do. I care about your transformations. I care about your results. I care about how you're feeling every single day. 
that's my job. <laughs> that is my job. Okay. And I want you, I want you to allow that to become the most important thing in your life, how you're feeling each day, what your soul is calling you towards, what your, how your energy is, how your mindset is, like how you're living and starting to take action every single day and consistently showing up for yourself every single day for the kind of life that you really, really, really want to live. Okay. So key steps, what can you start to do about it? Obviously heal your people pleasing identity and good girl identity. This is not, it can be through journaling, but you're going to take a fucking long ass time to do it. What you need to do is trauma healing and doing the inner work to really get to the root of why you people please. What is the reason that you need to people please? What is that external thing that you're chasing? And let's work on the steps to really heal that so you can find that feeling within yourself. Because then we start to build. Then we start to give yourself permission so you can own your power. You can go after the dream life. Because without killing off and healing your people pleaser and good girl identity, you do not give yourself permission because you're like, no, I can't do that. And you get into this bodily response that I did before I was about to kiss a guy, right? And you're like, no, 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 you can't do it. It's like danger, 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 a lot, a lot, a lot, right? So you need to start, you need to heal, okay? You need to do the work, you need to heal. Two, that's how you can easily step into your permission slip. You give yourself permission, you live your dream life, and then you step into your power. That is how you do it. And you do that, and you do the last part, especially through embodiment, through consistently showing up. So you can start this piece today. You consistently show up. You put yourself out there. You take action. You do a life audit. You get rid of the things that do not serve you, that do not serve the life you're living, the person that you want to be, and all the rest of it. And then you start doing the things that do more of that, okay? The person that you want to be, how you want to, what what is your intention with releasing the people pleaser, releasing the good girl. And if it feels really cold for you and you're like, yep, I really, really want to work on this. Like I want to work on this for good. (laughs) You, I really, really invite you to join Good Girl Gone. She is the ultimate program that you need. It is so specific to this key identity piece. And what you're going to walk away with is this whole thing that I was saying. You're going to heal the good girl identity and people pleaser. So you're going to feel free from that, right? You're going to shed the good girl. So you feel like you can give yourself permission with ease and with flow. You're not forcing it, right? Because we don't want to force because when you force it, it kind of like is that jigsaw puzzle, the last piece that doesn't really fit, right? So we want to lay out the beautiful puzzle pieces and just build this, build your puzzle piece or puzzle for yourself so that when you start to give yourself permission, it just flows together. And then you step into your power. And that's like the last jigsaw puzzle, jigsaw puzzle piece, (laughs) if you will. And it just creates that beautiful picture because you have come back into alignment. You've come back into yourself. You've come back into your body. You've come back to your truth and you can see out of your lens for the first time unapologetically authentically and with complete confidence that you can live out the life that you want to live without your parents' opinions, without your uncles, aunties, friends' opinions, authorities' opinions, society's opinions. You just live by you and you know that other people, even though they might not agree with you, they respect you, right? That's really, really key. So if it feels right, 
if you feel called to it, Good Girl Gone is officially open today. I am so excited. What it includes is one group healing call. So we're going to go to the root. We're going to heal it through my many modalities. I've even been thinking I was actually doing a breathwork session today and I was like, oh, like I kind of want to add this and I kind of want to add that. So I'm just going to allow all the things to flow because I know that it'll be perfect. You'll also receive one subconscious reprogramming track so that you can really integrate into your mind this new mantra and this new energy for yourself. One step into your power guide full of embodiment strategies, techniques, journal prompts, everything in between. So you can really start to just filter this into yourself and really be proactive with it. So you don't feel like, okay, cool. I've had my group calling, like group coaching call, but then now what kind of thing you've healed it, but now what we need to add the things and we need to embody the things because now the action piece starts, right? Then we've got a seven day embodiment community challenge. We're all going to be, you're going to be filled with other like-minded women You're going to be egging each other on, cheerleading each other on, supporting, encouraging each other on. And for every single day of those seven days, you're going to be doing something that gets you out of your comfort zone so that you can really start to live your fuck yes life. That is my most favorite part of it. I think it's going to be so important for you. Just the support from the other women, from myself. It's just going to be such a fun vibe. I'm really creating the space for it to be like girl sleepover vibe, like 90s vibe, like all that, like kind of like not punk rock, but just like does not give a fuck energy and just completely owning ourselves. Like I just want this to be super fun, super expansive, girl sleepover, just all those kinds of things. So anyway, all the details will be below in the show notes below. Go click on it. If you do have any questions, you can DM me on Instagram. As always, you can book a free discovery call, which is pretty much just a free chat with me. If you want to go deeper, I would really suggest um, purchasing the woman, which is one-on-one with me for eight weeks and we go into all the resources so you can really initiate into womanhood, basically creating your own blueprint to be the woman that you want to be. Again, if you do have any questions, you can head to the show notes below, Instagram, book your free discovery call. All the details are below. I will leave you with that. Have an amazing week and I will see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you loved it. And if you did, please leave a five-star rating and a review. Share it to your Instagram and tag me in it. I would love, love, love to see it. And it's the best way to support this podcast. Head down to the show notes below for all the ways to work with me and have an amazing week. 